Welcome to WCUM, Bridgeport, Connecticut. WCUM, Bridgeport. Where depression isn't just a disease, it's a lifestyle. CUM, Bridgeport. Welcome, listeners, back to another fun-filled evening with our favorite doctor. Uh, we're interviewing him tonight, Dr. Dribblepiss. Uh, Richard, how are you doing tonight? I'm fine. I'm having a lovely okay. evening. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great to hear. So, doctor, yes. tell me, have you seen any interesting patients this week? Care to share any juicy details with the listeners? I saw a black gentleman who thought he was a white gentleman. Did he exhibit all the classic symptoms of cross-racial depression? Why, yes. He kept talking about his losing three inches of his penis. Interesting, yeah? Wow. It's very interesting. I would think that'd be very disturbing for such a well-endowed gentleman. Well, I told him that it wasn't the inches he was losing... It was a piece of himself, his inner, his inner self, by switching races in his mind. Feelings of inferiority manifesting as in a desire to switch races, a race that the whites that have been historically treated, we'll say, more fairly. But he, all he could That's focus on was his loss of inches in girth. Not what he, he had gained. Did he happen to mention his testicles at all? Uh, no, he did not. Interesting, oh, that's yes. That's kind of disappointing. That's very interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Yes. Very, very interesting. I, I wrote a lot of things what? in the chart. Okay. Uh, could you refer to your chart, please, Dr. Dr. Dribblepiss? Um, what was your patient wearing? Out of curiosity. He's wearing khakis and a vest with a checkered shirt. He seems like a very smart dresser. He wouldn't give the outward appearance of losing inches. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I marked that in the chart. Although... I think that before the interview, you mentioned something about him coming in barefoot. Yes, he Or was he had that only one foot was bare? Both feet were bare. They were That's bare feet. His feet were black. Did he give any indication of staring at his feet during the interview? He brought lotion. He looked okay. at his feet, okay. he brought lotion, but he did not apply it. Because um, whites do not apply lotion to their feet in general. And the, this patient wanted to be the in general sort of white. Very interesting. Yes. It makes one ponder about it quite a bit. Yes, I pondered. But then I got in my Royce 
after the session. Did you visit that part of town that we've spoken of before, where the ladies of the night were living? Why, yes, I did. I, I know that it's a personal pleasure of yours to be charitable towards them and give them free counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes That's the counseling nice. is over my knee, but there's a variety of counseling that I do perform on these women. Yes, yes, that's that's very nice. I've taken them into my home. That reminds me of that of the one patient that you told me about last week in our show, uh, Princess Thespian, when she took your took your bag of Dakota made bread flour and poured it on the kitchen floor and rolled around in it. Yes. Uh, I'd like to touch on that once again because last time I just was left in such awe. Makes a person wonder what would inspire somebody to create emojis like smiley face emojis, poop emojis, even tree nature emojis in flower with their naked body on your kitchen floor. On uh, on my kitchen floor in my home office. Correct. Oh yes. Well. She was lashing out, but she also felt comfortable, like a child. When you see a child lashing out in public, they get upset, they get showy. However, they typically don't truly lash. Why? Because they are not comfortable in their surroundings. They want their way, but they do subconsciously realize that it's arguably impossible to get your way out in public like that at the grocery store. You want a candy bar? Yes. You might get the candy bar, but what will not happen is you won't just run down, up and down the aisles pulling things out, screaming racial epithets, because that's lashing. That's truly lashing out, and you get micro-lashing from children in strange environments. However, in a home environment, there are no limits. So you see this woman rolling around and printing emojis on my, my kitchen floor, my immaculate kitchen floor. And yes, it is immaculate. Those hookers have eaten off of it many a time. Very, very interesting. Oh, thank you, Doctor. Thank you for bringing us back there. Yeah, she was simply simply lashing out in a place that she felt comfortable being a child. That's wonderful. That's actually wonderful that she was able to let go to that death. Could you go back about four weeks to our last show and... Tell us again about the batteries, the triple-A batteries that your one long, blonde-haired female patient continued to bring in her bra. Sure. Just a moment. I need to urinate. 
All right, while you do that, I will refresh my listeners with the story that you told. She brought a half pack of AAA batteries in her bra at every appointment with you. And the very last time she came, they were not only in her bra, but they were also in her underwear and behind her ears. And I was actually quite impressed, doctor, because she was able to do that while wearing a Santa hat. And it's to go to that length to be bonded to your batteries is it's just amazing. I wonder if it has something to do with her hoarding tendencies. Right, the hoarding. Now, I've discovered. Mm, 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 I've discovered. Mm, that these batteries are, of course, used for her sex toys. Which she did bring in along with the batteries. And I had her demonstrate it. I wrote her several prescriptions as you're supposed to do in the beginning of the sessions. And then I had her take her vibrator out and put the batteries in it. I did not have her demonstrate how she uses her vibrator. She attempted to and I told her to refrain from doing so. And she did. People usually, patients, listen to me. As your listeners are listening to me, feeling soothed, cared for, heard. Yes. Interesting, very interesting. Uh, what are you seeing? Mostly, it mostly happens when I first wake. When I first wake, I look at the calendar on the wall, and next to it is the clock. And the clock's hands are actually turning in reverse. And on the long hand, the minute hand is a small face of Donald Trump's youngest son. A baron. And he's, young baron. Yes, yes, young baron is actually laughing at me. Mm. And mm. as I as I wake 
I begin to blink. Mm. And the head actually starts to rotate as the time moves back. And then all of a sudden, I'll blink. And the clock is working normally again, and Baron has disappeared. And then I can go about my day. Oddly enough, this is the only side effect I have. Do you have any insight to this, Doctor? I would be comfortable sharing it with our listeners. Yes. Um, Baron is there and he disappears. He does. So you're thinking about him being kidnapped. You're thinking about alternate timelines. I'm having a very large epiphany over this. You're a creative person. Do you think that you may allow me to watch again the video of you with that one patient? The one patient that hoards t-shirts? Yes. T-shirts of corny 80s sayings. Yes. Where is the beef indeed? I think think that would really help me. Tell me something. I don't know if I can separate myself from this clock, but I feel the need to sell it at a garage sale. Doctor, I've even gone to the dollar store and I've gotten garage sale labels. But I need you to help me settle on a price. I don't know what to charge for the clock. I have everything 25 cents, 50 cents, a dollar, two dollars, 750. There's even a make offer sticker, and I don't know what to do, Doctor. I'm sorry that I'm getting a little pumped here, but. If I have to sell the clock, I don't know how much to sell it for. I think that's what's stopping me from selling the clock. I don't don't know if these pills are going to help me anymore. Snap out of it. Now, you will use the make an offer tag. And you'll speak no more of it. Yes, Doctor. And until the garage sale happens, this event takes place, I want you to sleep with the clock. In bed with me? In bed or on top of the bed. You don't have to spoon the clock. It does make a very soothing tick, 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 tick. Is it vital that I not see the hands move when I have the clock laying next to me? No.
it's vital that you don't think of Baron Trump. And that's why we're getting rid of the clock. He's a petulant boy. Are you going to be all right? I, I can't help but be afraid, Doctor, but I know I must be strong. Thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. I am here I'll to help. With the clock. Thank you. Helping is my primary motivation. I hope all the listeners tonight were helped. Thank you, Dr. Richard. It's been a great help for us. Oh, you're very welcome. Baltimore, Connecticut, WCUF.